Ding dong merrily on high, you bunch of fucking monsters. Another Christmas has come and gone, and now we're in limbo week. That glorious time between Christmas and New Year, when for the most part, no one wants you for nothing. And you can just go about your own business, i.e. sitting around on your fat ass eating Christmas leftovers. Um, I say no one wants you for the most part because, of course, children just don't decide you should have the week off and they won't want anything from you. You're still on duty there, which is where your gift-buying strategy comes into play. Did you buy them the most time-consuming gifts possible that need little to no hands-on dad work? Were you ahead of the game there? While I'm listing questions, how did you go at Christmas? Any family dramas? It's always risky when you bring together a bunch of people who only see each other once a year and force them into one spot to drink together. Also, when does a song stop being a song and become a carol? To answer these questions and more, I have the Pants Panel with me. It's the Pants Panel. Hello, fellas. Ben. Rich. Matt. Hello, Stu. Hello. G'day. G'day. Hello. Hello, Richard. Hello, Matthew. Hello. Get stuck in burning questions. Happy Yuletide to you all. It is. Yeah. <laughs> One of us is very happy this year. What's going on? Well, I was going to say, this will be coming out New Year's Eve, so has the Christmas spirit worn off yet? But judging by the Ben energy there, maybe not. No, not at all. I've um, I found this, this to be quite a joyous Christmas. Uh, energy. Yeah. The Benergy. 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 <laughs> now with more Garana. The, um, <laughs> yeah, this, this year has, well, it's been different for the most obvious of reasons in that I haven't had to work and it's changed everything. Yeah, well, let's not bury the lead. That's That's been kind of on all our thoughts here that the man who's worked in retail for 20 plus years has suddenly for the first time had like a Christmas Boxing Day limbo week holiday off yeah. and not worrying about work. Um, you must be at a bit of a loss as to how to occupy yourself. Well, I've lost a day, which was good, um, just in the fact that I... I l- you lost a day? Like you took well, ayahuasca I, or something? Well, I, I, tried to f- I tried to figure out what day it actually was oh. and didn't didn't know. I just did not know what the date was or what the actual day of the week it was. Hmm. And that was a tremendous 10-minute period in my <laughs> holiday just because that that doesn't happen. But hang on, did that worry you or did that make you go, shit, I'm so relaxed, that doesn't matter? Well, that, that was the outcome was that I, I didn't have, that wasn't something that I needed to actually worry about. I was able to put that aside and go, I don't need to be anywhere. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to answer to anyone except my wife and children. But that even that, they were there with me, not knowing what time of day it was either or what day it was. So it was the first time in a long, long time that I was able to not really know <laughs> where I was and what I was doing and what the time-space continuum was up to. I, I was driving near your house on Boxing Day and... I gotta tell you, the temptation to drop in, knock on the door and say, uh, look, I've got some things I want to return <laughs> was very strong. Oh, well, I did tell Matthew earlier in the week that I did wake up at 4 a.m. on Boxing Day with 
a little bit of a start where it was yeah. just sort of like, fuck, Boxing Day. Ruster. Ruster. He's calling in sick. Yep. And was able to get back to sleep almost immediately, which was just they, these are the Christmas gifts that I am so pleased to receive. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, all right. Man startled by having to do nothing. That's that story. <laughs> Rich, how about you, friend? Um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's a quiet one this year because we're, we're not around any other family members. So we're just kind of putting oh. up with each other, which is, uh, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> um, we found that we got a, got a lot of craft gear and craft gear is, as you kind of alluded to earlier, pretty labor intensive. Mm. Um, so for some reason, people thinking that slime is a good present for a four-year-old boy, oh. a little hint really isn't. It's just the most pointless. It's always at least twice as watery as it looks on the package. Ah, And that's exactly right. It just goes everywhere. It just makes a mess and you can use it once. And then he gets really upset with it. And you're like, wait, this is what it is. So yeah, it was a nice Christmas. Very. What do you expect out of your slime, buddy? (laughs) That's it. Get over it. Don't drop it in the grass. Like, oh, the outside slime. Yeah. We're all, we're all incredibly crook in the lead up to Christmas. And then Tony's just copped in the last day or two so we're kind of hoping the lurgy gets out we're heading off um mid-january for a bit of a soon um, yeah i was gonna ask so just reminding everyone you live probably what 10 hours away from your family right yeah 11 12 yeah two days so when did the decision to not involve yourself in christmas happen well because we went over in october we tried and kind of keep the the trip over it is very time labor and financially heavy mm. so how, as we've been over in october and we saw everyone then it's kind of like well don't really be bothered going over right now mm. um and we kind of trying to do averaging out about three trips every two years which is okay i can handle that and then something else like something more fun around the place say adelaide or melbourne or something this time we're heading down to melbourne and flying up to the gold coast so mm. yeah it'll be it'll be nice to head up there and we're not getting in around the, the Sydney area, Wollongong area this time. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure we'll back probably, yeah, we're kind of planning out our years now, so we've got to kind of think, oh, we'll try and get over for next Christmas. And, yeah, we'll see how we go. All right. Well, this may have fudged your numbers a little bit, not having a bunch of extra family members around, but where did we get on the ham count? Yes. Uh, we, 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 we knocked over three pretty Pretty easily. Um, Pretty easily. First, first ham of Christmas was late November, and um, we were umming and ahhing. It was probably it was a bit of a touch and go move, as I say, the illness leading up into Christmas. But we said, oh, you know, we're going to crack on another one. Yeah. And um, yeah, we keep saying, oh, I'm completely overhand now. I'm going to have any more. And then as soon as you cut some, everyone's yeah. around it and just munching on it and you know it's it's good stuff we've had we've gone through the whole gamut of um gamut ham and cheese related you cut a really thin and related cure it. yeah that's right ham jerky uh did ham and cheese homemade ham and cheese quiche last night that was pretty good but how many reaction. good solid ham days did you lose to the sickness oh, oh it was a good question it was a good four wow oh wow so you could have you could have easily that could have easily been four christmas hams <laughs> uh, as I say, I think the, the, the third was a push. We did it. 
And I'm not, I don't regret it, but yeah. it was definitely um, an extravagance we couldn't have lived without. But when was the third purchased? Um, it was, as I say, it was purchased just before the illness set in. So, yeah. Uh, so what are we talking? The twentieth, about the twentieth, about the twentieth. All right, and not lured by the idea of post Christmas discount in. And does no, that still I'm, count? Well, I've, I've fallen for that one in the past. <laughs> I've written my anti post Christmas ham diatribe, and yeah, that won't be happening again. Would you count that if you bought a Boxing Day discount ham? Oh, I think it's still part of the hams of Christmas. I think Christmas runs up until the Epiphany if you want to look at the yeah, yeah. the Gorian calendar. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's not till the seventeenth. So I'm quite happy to say that anything purchased between the day the Christmas tree goes up and the Epiphany, the seventeenth of January, that counts as Christmas ham. Was the Epiphany actually? I think we've eaten too many, too much ham. <laughs> I think that was the Epiphany. <laughs> right, okay. I shouldn't have bought this last there ham. Is, okay. There is such a thing as too much ham. <laughs> Has anyone come up with a ham advent calendar yet? And <laughs> ham vent, ham vent calendar. <laughs> we should organise that for it. next year. Dad if pants he, merch. Yeah, I reckon if you, if you had some really good stuff in there, like if you had a bit of good prosciutto and some nice Iberico ham on, well, that's you are you are awesome. in charge of the ham vent calendar, Ellis. Oh. <laughs> but it have to have to come in its own ham fridge. Just well. Yeah, you have to come. You have to get a fridge. Get a it's a pretty. Fridge. We're already finding a little cost issue here. That every Amvent <laughs> calendar needs to have its own fridge. You've got to pick it up. You've got to pick it up yourself. No delivery. <laughs> I will well, get a good. Here's here's my question to you, Ellis. Did you gauge your everyone's health and recovery on ham? So, like every morning, did you go? Cut some ham and just see if pass people, the ham test. Yeah, just, see if people just, were willing to eat it or like wave no, it under their noses. Yeah, wave the it under their noses. Test, yeah, in the morning she'll yes. walk around and just. See, I don't think that I think that we'd all just eat it in our sleep and not think about it. That's probably <laughs> a contributor. So, um, no, the ham. It was definitely it is the litmus test of sickness at Christmas, and there was the. I'd love to see. I'll, I'll have to put together the graphs of exactly the ham consumption and seeing that. Um, exponential dip from the 20th to the 24th and then the rise back on the 24th as we mm. got stuck back into our crepes and croissants and yeah. ham, crepe. um, ham and eggs. Yeah, that's that's our Christmas Eve tradition. So Blackout is yeah. Christmas Carol and ham and cheese crepes while well, I have ham and cheese mushroom crepes. Jesus. Um, yeah, there's no way that's not happening. So that was definitely on the cards. So that was it was, it was a nice little turning point. Everyone was better then. I'm oh, good. Yeah, look, yesterday being the 29th of December was when I had to admit that the the ham leftovers were done. Two kind of indicators being that the the look on my wife's face when I got ham out of the fridge for yet again for the fourth day in a row <laughs> for lunch. And just the fact that trying to pick up the bottom bits out of the container they were in was like a bar of soap. <laughs> it was just so I was gonna slippery say, yeah. that I couldn't get a good grip on it. So that pretty much says that that's done, right? That's pretty much done. Well, and also next year, need better tongs. So you get some better ham tongs for Christmas. There you go. Well, anyone you know, listening to this who wants to buy me gifts... We've already got a ham advent calendar and grippy tongs, please. Oh, what about the handbag? This yeah, is my handbag. Yeah. Is it my mm. wife has hidden the handbags? We had two, <laughs> and she put them away somewhere safe. Oh <laughs> no! Is it with the Christmas stuff? Is it I with the tea remember. towels? Is it with the good linen? You that couldn't we sniff it for? out. Like 
<laughs> yeah, Let come me tell on, you. So now we've got we've now got three handbags in the house, and I guarantee next year we'll be back in the same position again. So I have the best image of everyone in the family getting sent outside, looking back through the windows, and rich on all fours with nose on the ground. <laughs> Truffling on, trying to, truffling trying to it all, truffling his way to the handbags. Truffling to the handbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, look, it, it did yeah. hurt to throw out the last little bit of ham. It did hurt, actually. Well, yeah, I was going to say, are you cutting too much if it's getting gelatinous at the bottom of your container? No, we got, we got ham from both sides. That's the problem. We got ham from both sides of the family. Oh, Dueling right. hams. Oh, Dueling hams. Well, <laughs> it is drilling hams, really. It is actually because, all right, so we did the thing, again, that I vowed never to do of lunch with one family, dinner with the other family. Oh, jeez. So it was my in-laws at lunchtime, and my father-in-law can be quite competitive. My dad is well known for making extremely flavoursome marinated baked hams at Christmas. All sorts of different glazes, marinades. It's really immaculate. See, I, I just to interrupt, I thought I was over ham, but I'm not. <laughs> I want to eat this ham. I want to eat ten ham. <laughs> well, listen. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe next year you can just factor in a little uh, lunch at my house, maybe on the 27th, 28th, oh, yeah. and I'll, I'll make sure there's still ham. Well, our Boxing um, Day test lunch sounds pretty good. Yeah. That, uh, that is true as well. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll take those plans offline. So, yeah, my father-in-law goes, uh, your dad making a ham this year, is he? Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he is. I haven't heard much about it. He goes, all right, well, I brought a ham too. So he's brought a ham to lunch. It's, it's you know, it was a nice ham. It was perfectly fine. But it wasn't, it didn't have any uh, extra treatment done to it. You know, it wasn't, that wasn't, wasn't. You just bad. brought a ham. Just brought a ham, <laughs> which, which is not to be, the which is not to be sniffed at. <laughs> no. It's, Unless he lost his bag. <laughs> in which case you would sniff you would be sniffing it out. But but and the ham was perfectly lovely and beautiful. But just like don't don't be competitive about ham, number one. Mm. And don't don't bring a supermarket ham in and try and ask if it compares to bespoke marinated <laughs> Weber ham. No. There is no comparison whatsoever. See every year I long to do the baked ham and Tony refuses. She says no. Mm. I get shouted down. So Why? I how, how's that work? I don't know. She's got weird, weird palate. By the third hand, you're, you're after a bit of variety, aren't you? <laughs> That's so exactly you're... right. She's got a weird hand palate. She doesn't like yeah. the she doesn't like the sweet and salty. So oh. if you do the honey glaze or anything like that, she, yeah, she's like British, it. isn't she? Yeah. Mm. She doesn't care. Mm. Right. <laughs> um Matt, your yeah. Christmas. Yeah, we had a lovely time. We don't do two in one day like you do, but we do. This year we did Christmas Day with Justine's family and Boxing Day with my family. Uh, and I guess Bo- Boxing Day was a lot smaller than it has been. It's my dad's side of the family. I think they last time I was at mum and dad's, they had 65 people there. 
Yeah. And this year there was maybe 30-odd, which was much Jeez. nicer. I don't know if you're leading to people couldn't be bothered or they're dead. No, they're not dead. Uh, I just think most of the cousins have now, like, because it was all my dad's family and then all the cousins oh, and I then see. all their cousins' kids. But uh, I think that there's a hit a point where the, all the cousins were like, we we live too far away. This is too much of a hassle. Mm. We actually, some of them had to work. And I don't know. No, no one's dead. That's, that's the opposite. <laughs> Everyone's kicking on. Everyone's very much alive. Yeah. So it's, uh, so that was much nicer. I just ate incredible amounts of food for two days straight. And, and, uh, yeah, it was a delight. So usually you spend quite a luxurious long week, week and a half up there, but you were kind of in and out within, Three or four days, right? No, no, we we had a, we had seven days in total, but that that is okay. even uh, less than usual. But I think that's the standard now. I think our, our kids just get over it too quickly, and yeah, getting we older. All, well, we we kind of on the way home realized that you know day seven is usually when we hit the wall anyway, and always talk about can we just go home now? Um, okay, is that with the extended family, just yeah. as in? We've run out of things to say. Yeah, we've run no, out of things to say. My, I mean, classic, like when I told my dad, oh, like we're leaving, and he was like, you're leaving early, um, and he seemed a bit put out, but he had nothing planned. There was nothing to do. <laughs> what have you got planned for tomorrow, Dad? Us to go to the beach without you or us to visit other people without you? Like I don't understand. <laughs> he just likes having people around. But my mum's the opposite. Like she will literally have bags packed ready at your, at the door. Like, don't forget to take these. And you're like, well, we haven't left yet. We've, what, yeah, we so just arrived. I'm having breakfast. What, what's that about? Is that just it's done now and now it's, this is all dragging on? So. Well, I think what we found is both Justine and, and my uh, mums are very similar. They're very different in what they want socially. My mum's very reserved and she doesn't like parties, but Justine's mum does. But the day you're leaving, they are just pushing you out the door. So my mother-in-law will, as soon as you get out of bed, be in your room changing the sheets, putting them in the machine. Um, and my mum is very similar. Just, all right, I've packed this up and this is all done. And don't forget this and don't forget. Like, okay. As soon as you say you're leaving, the sooner you're out, of, out there, the better it is. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I'd love that to be happening over <laughs> on this side. Yeah. So we we sort of avoid the doldrums. That's what we called it. The the time after Christmas when we stay too long and everyone's yeah. just tired and over it. And if it's hot. I've got to say, I think you're very well placed geographically. Yes. To family for that as well. Yeah. Like there's, you're kind of far enough, oh, we've got a long drive, so we've got to get going. Yeah. And so you've got to go, you've got that. I can. I know it's not an excuse excuse, but it is. You're far enough. You've got enough distance, but you're still close enough to enjoy. Yeah. And, I mean, like driving up, and I, I did message you, like the drive up, we went all the way to Port Stephens in the first drive, which is usually five, six hours, but there was so much traffic because there were accidents mm. that it took yeah. an extra two hours to get up there. So by the time I got up there, I was yeah. pretty well fried. Yeah. Well, look, an eight-hour drive, yeah. like you had 25% extra drive. Oh, so, Well, the last the last bit is only meant to be two, two and a half hours, and the last bit took like five and a half. So that was the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm guessing that even the joy of driving past the accident and rolling down the window and yelling out that you can't park there, mate, that didn't <laughs> even 
That didn't even make up for the horrendously long drive. Yep, no, it didn't. And even my kids, <laughs> they got the shits because the second one that was caused by a crash, by the time we got to the, the end of the traffic jam, they cleared it all away. And so they were a bit disappointed. They didn't even mm. get to see what oh. the accident was. Well, Ben, we heard about your kind of week after Christmas, etc. but a running source of amusement for us has been the the kind of stress levels you get to on Christmas Day. Yep. What was it like this year? Was there residual stress, like stress, like muscle memory style? And did you, I think you and I have the same thing, where, which is the opposite that Matt has, which is uh, no one's pushing anyone out the door. It's whenever it's time to leave, that's that is a very long drawn out ceremony. Yes, indeed. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's the dance. It's it really is the dance of of getting the keys in the ignition. The um so Christmas Day started with a bit of a hangover for me. We had we'd gone to my sister's house for Christmas Eve and set up um for Christmas Day there, which was great, but we'd all had way too much to drink on Christmas Eve. And so when the kids woke at I think it was about seven, which was pretty good. Um, yeah, we all just sort of bleary-eyed, made our way out and had a very lovely Christmas and a very nice Christmas breakfast. So we do Christmas breakfast together and mm-hmm. then the families separate and one family goes north to Newcastle and we go south to Sydney. Yeah. And we went out to Panania uh, and we had a lovely, we had a lovely afternoon. At no stage in the afternoon did I get that feeling of I need to go so that I can be in my own oh, house good. and sit on the lounge and freak out about not being able to get to sleep because I need to get up at half past four tomorrow morning. That didn't happen, which was great. I did have Beautiful. that, oh, my God, we've got to drive an hour and a half home. This is ridiculous and I can't yeah. drink. And so... It was a really nice afternoon, except when I got to the point of finding a really nice spot on the lounge uh, and just sort of went, oh, just this is lovely. I'll just, I'm just going to close my eyes. Just, <laughs> ja, just, oh, oh, and off I went. And about four seconds after I closed my eyes, in comes the auntie from the other side of the family that I'd said hello to like five hours previous and she mm. hadn't said a word to me. She came and she said, Ben, Ben, I just want to ask you, I need to buy an iPad. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that was pretty much the only thing, but I actually, th- I, I saw the humour in that and I thought that you guys would enjoy that, that small <laughs> snippet of my Christmas day <laughs> in that. That's all it was. It was just a very small snippet of my Christmas day. The rest of it was enjoyable and filled with um, delicious potato salads and um, mm. ham-related uh, charcuterie, and the it was yeah, it was lovely. And a lot of Rocky Road. We've had way too oh, much wow. Rocky Road. Yeah, mm. that's what happens when you're in charge of dessert over Christmas. Is that you end up with all the extra dessert, mm. which is okay. Well, I think the thing about Christmas now for me and our family is that it does lose a bit of that magic when 
the kids don't believe in Santa anymore. Yeah. And it's just not that level of fun and cheer and happiness, etc. in the morning. And this is probably best exemplified on Christmas Day in our house by my youngest son coming downstairs at around eight, <laughs> you know, um, and not being overly worried. And But because, you know, we had people coming over, it was more a case of, all right, well, let's get the presents out of the way because it needs to happen before people get here. So we sent Dylan upstairs to uh, to wake his older brother up and was greeted with, fuck off. <laughs> so there, there you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. <laughs> it's um, the most wonderful wow. time of the year. Yeah. Ding dong merrily on high. Um <laughs> So that set the tone for the kind of morning, really. That uh, that, but it, it is kind of a good snapshot of just the fact that it's all right. Well, let's just get, let's just do the things we're supposed to do now, and then move on to lunch. Yeah, get them out of the way. Dueling mm. hams. Ding 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 ding. hams. All right, Maddie. What what else you got, fella? Um, I'll, go, I'll very quickly just say that, like, a, a moment on Christmas Eve, the tradition in Justine's family's house is to watch the carols by candlelight. And we noted yes. the last few years that the 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 tradition seems to be watch carols by candlelight and just bag everyone out. So Office. it's, it's not right. as I, – I never watched it growing up. I, I very – I just have to stomach it. Being there now, it's cheesy and tacky and stupid. Uh, but it seems, yeah, the more and more people just complain that it's not as good as it used to be, uh, that people have had way too much plastic surgery, um, that the, the clothes... <laughs> it's not even live now, no, I don't think. the clothes... Not enough Julie Anthony? No, not enough Julie Anthony. <laughs> Dennis Walters, who the hell is that every single year? Certainly say. not enough Judith Durham anymore. <laughs> no, Judith Durham, no, not anymore. Um, and then... Didn't she do the Christmas Carol version of the Christmas Carol? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. So then... So, yes, a few years ago, I came up the stairs to the sound of someone singing horribly and saying, God, who's butchering that song and having angry people tell me the child singing was blind? So that was fun. Um, <laughs> How does that affect that voice? Yeah, I, know, I know, it doesn't affect your voice. I mean, can't read the cue cards. <laughs> but. Oh, no. Wigan, that was brilliant. <laughs> but this year, Violet did, said the same. She was watching something and she was like, oh, this person's a terrible singer. And then a, a few people said, yeah, she's got um, like Down syndrome or something like that. And Violet was mortified. And I said, come here, Violet. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome uh, to the club. Welcome to the try and get full context before commenting club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you know. But someone shouted with like watching the screen. They go, what's this guy doing? He's, he's not even singing. And I, I watched it for about 12 seconds. Yeah. yeah, that guy's deaf and he's signing. And they were like, oh, okay. So there was a lot of that. <laughs> was a lot of firing off. But that's a, that seems to have increased over the years. Uh, so maybe I've influenced them more than they've influenced me in regards ooh. to the carols. Um, You're a cancer, just slowly just festering slowly, away. Just tell until just, one day they're going to say, maybe we could watch Blackadder's Christmas Carol instead. And then yeah. I win. That's right. The other thing that happened, which is I need to get your input on, was when we drove back from the coast, 
Uh, we stopped off at Macca's. One thing we're, we're getting good at, I have to say, is just how little time we spend at McDonald's. It's not a big to-do like it used to mm. be and going to the toilet, all that stuff. Oh. Um, so really just stopped in to get coffee and whatever, frozen Cokes for the girls and get back in the car. But when we were there, we saw a girl, roughly Violet's age, carrying a tray back to her table just mm. with the most sour look on her face, like classic teenage sour look on her face. I thought, what? look at that face. I wonder what happened. And I watched her go back to her table. And her dad, who was probably our age, was sitting at the table with no shirt on. <laughs> and it was packed, like it was really busy. And he and he was sitting there with no shirt on. And he Did he have a rig? No. Well, I was gonna say, like, no business not having a shirt on. No obviously. business not having a shirt okay. on. It was right. hot. Yeah. Matt, that's what I was saying to Violet. I reckon he's just like it's too hot. It's like 32 degrees. And he's like, oh, I probably drove driving with no shirt on. Right. He he had what could only be described as a poor body. Okay. And I'm not I'm not saying like he wasn't overweight, but he had no, no muscle so tone. He had kind of his boobs kind of dipping into the nugget sauce. It's classic <laughs> mid-40s, 50s dad bod. Uh just nothing to show off. Uh, good, good, like tan line on his arms, but just pasty as just walking around. Tan, tan lines don't make up for no, absolutely for not boobs and gut. No, just walking around in Maccas, just with his family. Just no, I'm not wearing a shirt. All right, were were there other kind of indicators of dead shittery, as in, uh, you know, one thong, mullet, uh, that kind <laughs> of thing. You know, it was typical it, bogan traits. No, it was like. I, and I was talking to Violet about it. That family looked like our family. Ooh. So it was It was just looked like incongruous. was mm-hmm. just his okay. wife and his daughter were sitting there, perfectly normal, reasonable people. He was just like, I'm not wearing a shirt. It's too hot. Maybe he's just one year older than us and maybe at, oh. in a year's time I'll we'll just get that urge. It's a shirtless get, Christmas. Get that urge in a... In a uh, Freeway side eatery, <laughs> but all I mean, it got people talking because he is now like he's a family legend now. So oh. anytime <laughs> we go on a drive and I stop at McDonald's, I'm certainly going to say, "Hey, Violet, shirt or oh, no on shirt, or, on or off? <laughs> what, what do you reckon?" Like without a doubt, it was so weird. It was oh. so weird, and just like like you said, there was no. There was no like, oh, I, oh, okay, keep away from that guy, or oh, he's yeah, got no shoes on. He was wearing shoes and socks, no shirt. Did he seem proud of it? Was he eyeing people up to see who was looking? Just looked like oh, this is what I do every time. This okay, is, this is just what I do. <laughs> his daughter sort of had the and and his wife looked nonplussed, but his daughter okay. certainly looked like head down. Why was he hairy? Just... <laughs> and the, oh, the you mean like he, asked, he was like... overheated because he was so hairy? Well, also, I have concerns. Like, we also, we already have enough hair around our food. Like, taking <laughs> oh, your shirt right. off and having hair near, yeah, like, right, more right, right. hair near yeah. food yeah. is a real issue as far as I'm concerned. He couldn't be more average looking in right. every way. Hair, <laughs> muscle tone, <laughs> yeah. whatever. whatever. <laughs> I'm going to guess, That's like, okay. economic. Yeah. No discernible marks. No, no, no discernible marks. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's like the, the you need to find this guy again. The quest for the most average Beige possible person man. ever. I, I know. I, I know. As I said to Jazz, it wasn't so hot. I was seriously thinking about 
just waiting to see what type of car they got in. Yeah, yeah. Waiting yep. to see if he got back to the car and put a shirt on. Rubbing the plates, see where he's from. He <laughs> <laughs> was just so weird, but it was just, you know, I think it was, oh, I think it was a, a, one of the few times where Violet was like, you know, I'm glad you didn't do that. Go, oh, thanks. That's the joy. Flash. Average man wears no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Completely average man wears no shirt in the busiest McDonald's of all time. Ugh. It's bizarre. Christmas, you can do what you want. That's right. Sorry, I just had the thought. The only thing that maybe what he was doing was he had a ham in the back of his car and he was wrapped his shirt. He turned his shirt into a handbag. Makeshift hand protection. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Maybe. There we go. Average you man has, the mystery. has genius moment. Yeah. All right. Well, now I know what I'm doing next year. There's your clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess why this man's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Average man is a genius. Ham is, is involved. Click here to find out. <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah. Hurry up, hurry up. Well, Dad, I like it. But Daddy loves Old Spice. I love the smell of my Daddy. This Christmas, give your men the clean masculine scent of Old Spice. I love the smell of Daddy. And so does Mommy. Give him the gift he'll love, Old Spice. Ben, you're going to finish us off with a question. Before we do, though, I'm going to have to throw questions at you because we we have a spin-off pod on this feed now, which is Monty's back. He's back and potting with Dustin and his friend, uh, Plaid Pants. So, you know, they're just going to talk dad stuff, Canadian style, yep. which is the same sort of things, just kind of more maple Syrup flavored, mm. I would imagine. I very, I very much Ma- enjoyed the, the discussion of weather. That was very exciting. Mm. Canadian winter yeah. weather. Thank More you. More weather. That's Tires. a novelty for us. Yeah, yeah. A, well, a severe lack of average men not wearing shirts, though. <laughs> surprisingly enough, in minus, in minus thirty. Yeah. yeah. In minus thirty-five. Yeah. Now that would be a story. <laughs> in minus yes. thirty-five, roadside mackers. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> One of those uh, kind of caps with the woolly flaps down over the ears and no shirt. Mm. Uh, it keeps the heat in. Yeah. But they had a they they expressed a bit of concern for you, Ben. They wanted to know they're like they're concerned. They want to know if you're all right because the the filling in the pool chat and the declaring that you don't care much about your lawn anymore has got people upset. Okay. <laughs> Where are you at and why did you say that? <laughs> um, okay, um, I spent the morning last a uh, couple of days ago and I mowed my lawn mm. um, and took a moment after that to just enjoy the fact that it is quite a nice lawn um, yeah. and I'm, I'm back on the lawn. Um, I'm not taking as much time to care for the lawn I'll just sort of let it do it, let it do its own thing. But I'm not anti-lawn anymore. <laughs> like I'm not as um, I'm not as off it as I was. Um, okay. The, the brown, like Maddie, you saw it. Yeah, you saw the you saw the strip. I saw the brown strip. The brown strip, and it's the not strip. It's not pleasant at all. But 
It's still my lawn. Can you not? It. It's your brown. Just can you not just get that? You know that this green. This strip is our strip. <laughs> this strip you, is my strip. Can you not just when get Telstra that? Telstra dug it. <laughs> they really fucked it. <laughs> so I don't know if you've seen this, but you know. If real estate agents are trying to sell a house and it's got a patchy ass lawn, they get green spray paint mm. and they can spray up the lawn before they take photos. Can you not just spray that this one strip? Well, I could. Or is that cheating? I think it is cheating, but I've had it's not your fault. I've had multiple times where I thought I'm just going to dig the top layer of this off it's and just run fault. a strip of buffalo. It's not, it's not my fault. It's not, it's not my fault. fault. Not your fault. It's not your fault. Sorry, Wiggins, what were we doing? Getting a strip of a strip of what? A what? strip of buffalo oh, and just right. running a strip of buffalo up there. But right, right, right. the problem is, right, is that I forget about the brown strip when it's not 37 degrees because right, right, right. it just sort of stays the same. And then you can't you can't plant buffalo. You can't lay buffalo. Oh, I was gonna in say, isn't, summer. isn't like, that's a ridiculous thought? Isn't a strip of completely different grass just as uh, <laughs> yeah, conspicuous the rest of, the as if your lawn's brown? It is then, but then the buffalo will then grow over a 12 to 18 month period. The buffalo yeah. will then grow out and over and take over the rest. And yeah. most of it's buffalo. Say, anyway. Can't you just chuck in some runners? Like, yeah, why, is it, why is it growing? Why is it growing brown? Oh, I don't See, this know. is what this is what confused me. All that, yeah. It's like, how long has it been since they laid, they put it in? Oh, 10 years. Holy moly. So, yep. 10 years later, you're still getting a brown stroke. Yeah, seasonal mm-hmm. brown. It's like a real, it's like one of those kids' haircuts with the line down the middle of it. It's like it's so well defined yeah. Uh, that, um, yeah. Just All like, right. We're at, yeah. we're at risk of just repeating what we said last episode here. So, <laughs> so, All but, right. but you're, 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 sli- you're warmer on lawn now. Warmer you're on lawn. Getting- and, and, and the pool. pool has come in very handy in the last week or so. I would fucking and, think so. And actually relates to the question that I have for you guys. So oh, okay. I have a question around holidays mm. and children, <laughs> right? Now, because I've started to get a little frustrated with the fact that I'm constantly having to figure shit out for my kids to do that oh, doesn't yes. involve them just sitting on their asses, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, see, this and is what happens when you're in retail. Exactly. This is your wife's concern. That's right. So I have not had to deal with this yes. on a consistent basis yes. during the holidays. The drip, drip, drip torture of your children. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> now, what do you do? Now, Ellis, you you are... I suppose you're in a, a different situation in that you're landlocked, but you have a you have some sort of you have a lake or a or a river Definitely or have something. A lot of river. Definitely <laughs> no. a lot of river. We're but- not allowed in the river. The splash park adjoining the river's been flooded in. Um we have no pool. Um I've got the I hooked up some irrigation piping onto the trampoline, which is a homemade Jamboree. Trampoline sprinkler. Yep. So how much Jamboree is exactly right. <laughs> it's exactly the same. They close their eyes and that's where they are. Did you um, did you use all the craft stuff they got for Christmas to make a sign that says homemade Jamboree? Oh. Please, there's a day in so, that for sure. Please don't buy any more craft things. Um we've got we've got a we've got a good swimming pool actually, but it's it's pretty axy. It's like twenty bucks. For the family to get in, yeah, and so, but it's like an indoor and outdoor pools and a wave pool and stuff there. 
But, and this is where like, you know, if we had a pool in our backyard, I'm just like, man, the kids would just be living in it. Like we, where we went for Christmas had a pool and that was very, that was pretty awesome. It's, it's a tough gig around here during summer holes because there's no kind of indoor play centers or anything either. So there's not even like a shopping center with a decent playground and stuff. So everything's very much catered to, well, it's all kind of just around your own house. Like mm. everyone's kind of setting up their own little ninja warrior circuits and pools and sprinklers and stuff all in their backyard. So yeah, there's not much in the way of summer amenities, surprisingly, especially when the flood, when the flood's in, which makes it very difficult. Yeah. So pool sounds pretty good. (laughs) Just saying. I I just encourage all, like both my children, every day I wake up and go, what are your friends doing today? Mm. What are your friends doing? You want them to come over here? You should go over there. What do you want to do? I'll, I'll take you there. I'm happy to have them here. Um, yep. And that's, that's the thing that works best for me because otherwise it's just by the end of the, I'm thinking long-term of by the end of the holidays. Um yeah. That's what I. You can't just get in your car and go. I like you do. Yeah, I definitely get Christmas. over it. I get over all the questions. I get over yeah the the repetition. I get over. I suppose like, you could get in your car and go, but that's going to have lasting ramifications. Well, we it? have one car, and so, and like by the ninth of Jan, Jazz is back to work, so mm, yeah. she has the car. So unless I drop her off and pick her up, um, which I will do a couple of days, then I am again limited. So it's all mm. about. Like just going, wouldn't you like your happy friends over? I'm happy, much happier if they have friends over, or even if they stay over and it's a sleepover or whatever yeah. it is. They're taking up all their time and what they want to do. Yeah. See, Matthew, I think you made a very good point when we discussed. We had a small discussion about this the other day. If it's a three for one, like you've got that three for one option there, where it's like they all the friends come to your house yep. for one night. And you deal with all of them, and they basically yes. just deal with themselves. But then there's the reciprocal sleepover or whatever it may be after that, and you get two freebies. That's right. But Violet, in particular, has a friend, and she never invites, has never invited Violet over to a house ever. Yeah, there, there, there are those kids. Mm. Yeah, there are those kids. I remember those kids from school. And the friend moocher. No, no, it's, it, it's not even about mooching. It's about what's going on in that house that they don't want anyone there. Well, yeah. the, the parents will tell you that it's there. They've got you know it's four kids and each, and it, so each kid has to share. So it's just they don't have enough space. Oh, as right. soon as you invite yeah. a kid over, then yep. the other kids, other three, go. We want to have someone over. I think well, the that, parents have just uh, said, "I." That breaks know, the imagining. We a just don't bit. want to have anyone over here ever. Either yeah. that, or it's, they're in a cult. It's one in, one out. Yeah. Yes, it's <laughs> one in, one out. <laughs> so, that's... if you invite a friend over, we have to kick out one of your brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. <laughs> so that's always an issue. But yeah, it's just it gets tricky. But with uh, with the, with Noel, yeah, I'm always just let's do something. Yeah, get them out. Get them in or yeah. get them out. See, I was yeah. I was always reluctant to have people around in my house when I was a kid, and like it was kind of mum was very finicky. Yeah. about cleaning and stuff like that. Like we weren't allowed to make a mess or do anything and everything was always incredibly tidy. And so it was a lot easier to go around my mate's place where they had they didn't have that kind of pressure. You can go over and have fun and make a mess and clean it up and everything was tickety-boo. So that was always, like, not that I didn't have friends over. They did come over, but it was never kind of the place to be type thing yeah. for, the, for the neighbourhood. Whereas 
you know, I was always out at other friends' houses and stuff all the time. And yeah, we go. We were if, if we're talking, we were always out in our bikes. We weren't even really at yeah. I was, that's what I was going to say. If we're talking like primary school age, you, you you're never at anyone's houses. You're just that's right. Nah. <laughs> Or you're always in transit between people's houses. <laughs> well, that was it. Oh, someone's at home. I don't know. Whoever, whoever's oh, stopped up home. on Sunday, right, boys. Yeah, that's, that's right. The, yeah. That's the house we're going to. Yeah. Oh, my mate's brother used to work at KFC, so they always had ample oh, leftover oh, KFC kicking. in the fridge. That was always the large fun stop. Oh, amazing. That sounds good. Ample chicken. 12-year-old boy, ample chicken. <laughs> or stop at $5 or you can eat Pete's Hut for lunch on the way back to the beach. Oh. Okay. Again, days. Again, now this is days. this is the thing of like this is in the school holidays, you're still only describing one day. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, and also the way Rich was talking there made me feel like he could easily take his shirt off in a restaurant getting to- <laughs> taking I was, five, I was five dollar going, pizza hut. Where was I? Off. Where was I on two days after Christmas? Uh, <laughs> I was in a ham coma and didn't have a shirt on. In a uh, I had I had a whole day without it. I was so I had a whole day without my shirt on the other day, and I was just like, "This is a lie. I want to live my life like this everywhere." And yeah. I didn't leave. So the that's house what I mean. That's why anyone. the dad probably that's probably what he did. He was like, "You know what? Yeah. I had I was at home with my shirt off, and it felt great. Why don't I just do that all the time?" Yeah. <laughs> we got it's only Macca's. It's not fancy. No. <laughs> So yeah, I think for the my fourteen year old is very difficult, but I find if you surprise him with activities, he's much more interested mm-hmm. in doing it than if you put a lot plan them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. plan them out well in advance because contrariness, like if you, anything you plan, is met with contrariness. But if it's spur of the moment or seems to be, yeah, then that's that's spontaneous and fun, and I'll get in that. Um, whether it's a trip. You know, to go play basketball or cricket or go and do this or go and do that. If you just spring it on them and say, we're going now, then there, there's more interest than if you say, right, tomorrow, yeah. we're thinking of going and doing this and we'd really like you to come along and I think you should because you're not getting enough sunlight and, <laughs> you know, maybe not enough exercise. I know you... You know, uh, you know, I know it's your holidays, but you still got to look after yourself a little bit. So let's all go and do this fun activity together as a family. When yeah. did the canteen lady become <laughs> the fucking matriarch of your family? I got an idea why he doesn't want to go be seen with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, shirts optional. Yeah, shirts um, that's the title. Yeah, but do you do you find that? Um, with your older kids, if you kind of, if you if it's too formalized, yes. then there's pushback. Louie and Rose are in for everything. Like yeah. Rose is literally every morning she wakes up and goes, "Can I go next door?" Because there's three boys next door that just want to play all day. Yeah, but there's also a twelve month old baby um, that obviously we have concerns about. You know, Noise. keeping awake. Um, Dealing a drug. So yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, fact. She gets you the bad stuff. influence. The um, but-, but to be fair, like yelling and screaming next door is not going to be that much different. True, Rose isn't is isn't that much of a level increaser when there's already three boys in the in the house running around <laughs> right, being right, crazy. Yes, yes, yes. But Harves, yeah, you're right. Harves is the one. If I say to him, "Bang, right, we're going to the beach," he's like, "Okay, I'm in." But as soon as you give that, this is what we're thinking about doing. He's like, "Yeah." yeah. Yes. But, um, if, if you go out, I can just 
I'll just stay at home. I'll just be on screens unmonitored. Yeah, my, yeah. my eldest does the, the thing that really gets to me is her saying, I'll let you know. And you're like, so, sorry? My well, people will get think, back to your I'll people. Think, yes, exactly. Then, yes. I'll think about it and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know later what I've decided. Yeah, uh, excuse me. Excuse me, daughter. Me. Yeah, that's not how it works. The other excuse day I like, went off I've just her got, about it. Let me just check here. Hang on. Let me just look through. Oh, yeah, you're doing fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if something else is happening and you're like, nothing's happening. Nothing else. It would have happening. happened by now. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what gets me with when she does that. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll let my people ne- but, know yeah. your people. I'll check my social calendar. Yeah, thankfully though, with with Dylan, like, you know, he's still like really into reading. He doesn't have a phone. So he's not gonna be he's not stuck on that all day. Mm-hmm. Um he's still really into reading, does a lot of reading. Really into Lego, so we got he got given the biggest fattest piece of Lego you can get for Christmas. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be a good week or two. Um. Of wow. What is it? Screen time. It's, what was it? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> it was the Batmobile from the latest, the Robert Pattinson Batman. Movie. Nah, it's like the what? Technic one with all the. Well, it's still Lego, so it's not. Oh yeah, oh, it okay. is Technic. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. And it's it's massive, and you know you put batteries in it, and it moves. It's got all the working parts and stuff. So that, oh, yes, I was very pleased to see that yeah. gift given, because he doesn't really want anyone helping him too. He takes pride in bringing yeah. it back to my opening statements of time consuming plus no dad needed. Yep. equals good for me. You know, yes, no dad needed which oh. should be on like packages. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Should be on every package, everything ever. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there should be a dad needed and a no dad needed. Yeah, yeah. right next to the two person lift sign. Yeah, <laughs> dad, no dad. Yeah, yep. I've installed a, a full length mirror already. I've got to put up LED lights. I've got to do a, something else later today. And LED lights. Harvey got LED lights eighteen months ago, and I still haven't put them in. So did that <laughs> dad needed. Yeah, dad, dad needed. needed. Another dad. Yeah. Another dad oh, needed. Yeah, yeah. That can be another like sign. Different dad, dad needed. <laughs> Some other dad needed. Like literally this craft stuff. So they got this rock painting kit. It's a bloody <laughs> rock and paint. Anyway, the paint was in these tubes oh. and like with like a nozzle thing. So you twist the nozzle thing off. But then there's another yeah. cap oh, which sits cap. flush with the um, thread on the on the nozzle end, yeah. and so in order to open it, you had to like pick that off, and it was recessed as well inside the down the nozzle. So it, it looked like it did not look like it was a lid on. Okay, it didn't, didn't have look like the lid. Cap. Didn't so it have George the... sits there, looks at it, and goes, "It's not working." <laughs> squeezes the bottle, oh, no, the cap goes flying off, yeah. and the paint splattered all over himself, the back of the wall, the back of the lounge, oh, God. the windows. We're just and enough to see there. He was covered in blue paint, and I'm just like, "What the hell? Why do people buy this stuff yeah. for my children?" NDN <laughs> on everything. They're labeled. <laughs> why is he? Why is George working in the cafeteria with me too? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. I think we've we've stumbled across some really great ideas here. We uh, hand vent calendar. Yep. Hand vent calendar. No point. And uh, some sort of instead of hire a. D- a hubby kind of business, an extra dad needed business where yeah. 
you can you can call in an extra dad for a small fee, particularly during limbo week when you're not asked to yes to be fixing or setting up Christmas presents. Exactly. Beautiful. Did that answer your question, by the way? Re screens and children and what the fuck to do with them? Well, I think it was a yes. Let's go with yes. I think be better at be better at buying Christmas presents is definitely like have the forethought yep. to understand the the no dad needed concept in So there's that and also pretend you haven't planned anything. Pretend yep. everything is spur mm. of the moment. Mm. Spontaneous. Yep. So, so what do you do for the teenagers then? So this is what kind of scares the shit out of me <laughs> moving forward. Like, is it all just devices and shit for devices or is there something else? Oh, for presents. they still into. Yeah, well, just in general. Like, you know, what occupies them? Do they just clothes and literally cash. shit? Yeah, Sorry? clothes, cash. Clothes and cash. Clothes also, and cash. my mum has now taken to giving all the children movie vouchers mm-hmm. so that she can then take them all individually on a day in the holidays to the movies. Yeah. But that's, you know, so there's there's three days planned. Um, yeah. And the kids love that. So I've, I'm hoping to start moving into that realm of buying them experiences rather experiences. than cool. yep. product in the yeah. next in the next couple of years. So for the last two years, we've said to everybody for our oldest, just give them cash because the previous Christmas is because he had a huge debt to us mm-hmm. that he wanted to pay off oh, yeah. for his gaming computer. And this oh, time yeah. round, it's just because literally anything he wants is can only be sourced online for gaming stuff, really. So, but I don't want to, I don't want to do that actually. I don't want to tell people just game cash because that's a bit shit. <laughs> um, and he's just so fussy. Like, it's really hard to a tell give people a clue what you know genre to be shopping in. Yeah, and then B, like, explain in detail what's going to be acceptable within the fussy stubbornness boundaries so i'm setting myself up for some annoyances next christmas i think yeah it's, it's tricky it might... but to answer your question rich sorry hmm. it is it is mostly for boys anyway i don't know about girls but w- what can i do that's gaming or weapon related <laughs> yeah <laughs> weapons yeah <laughs> Are we well, at like samurai sword level? Some kind of new hobby or something like he wants you know, to get that kind of been on the card. So what's that? Sorry, weapons. Like, have you? Yeah, well, you know, have you thought about? You know, is there still that thing of you know I'm going to get this kid doing something different, or do you? Is that as you kind of alluded to already? I suppose that he's pretty fussy, so you're not going to go and dump a whole heap of cash on a new hobby which he may or may not be into. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Um. And it's it's fussiness plus the contrariness. Hmm. So if if I've if one of us has come up with the idea and have organized it and said, here you go, do this because we think you like it, then that's gonna be an instant no. You know. Yeah. Um and, and this isn't me just bagging out my son particularly. I think this is like general, not at all. generally fourteen year old. Behavior. I'm sitting here going, I think that I'm still a 14-year-old boy based on this conversation. <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure my wife would be very, very in agreement with the fact that I've got that exact kind of mentality. So, Well, but I think, you know what, I think I agree with you as well. Like I would much rather 
you know, be so fussy that people only give me cash. Um, but I still feel a need to go through the social pretense of being happy with whatever's given. Yeah. Um, yeah, which a fourteen-year-old doesn't tend to have. Yeah, can you kind of get to the stage where it's just more crap? This is my kind of yeah. thing. Like, yeah, just buying crap yeah. for the sake of crap. Like, it well, just feels yeah. really. Well, we're, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And that's why we got given a like a a voucher for quite a nice restaurant, and I was over the moon with that. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. I want. That's a great. Yeah, yeah that's a great gift. Yeah. 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 But they need to find yourself. somewhere to store this. Yeah, fourteen yeah. and a, fourteen and eleven. We sort of we've hit that point where very little of what they get is crap. Yeah, it's what they actually want. And both both my kids and I think Violet started doing it was that she would make she would do like a, a Google slideshow of all her presents and where you can get them from, and then you could send that to all the family. And so no one saw presentation. that. And she was like, I'm going to do that too. And so you would just I see it. I got music in the background. That's amazing. amazing. That would be Star Wipes. Like, Star Wipes. Transition. Yeah, transition. Yeah. Um, Lovely. Commentary. Yeah. Animation. It's, it's, if it you just can't made, find it's in the black, I'll take it in the It just purple. makes everything so much easier just to go, all right. Yeah. So Ooh, is it is done amazing. as a formula? So one slide's a present and the next slide is plus. Next slide's a present. <laughs> and then we get through them all to an equal sign and then a smile at the end. Yeah. yeah. Happy face. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you oh, for that's listening amazing. at the end. Yep. That's really good. Well, I mean, uh, I might wrap this up by uh, with just a little, I guess, piece of advice for next year. I'm sure you'll listen to this and remember this advice for next year. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> but don't be that guy at Christmas. Both my brothers were that guy at Christmas. Mm. And, and, and I love them and I don't want to sound unappreciative, but it's unnecessary social pressure. So my youngest brother now lives in Melbourne. He, for whatever reason, I can't remember what it is, he couldn't come up for actual Christmas. And so I said to him, Let's not worry about getting each other anything. You're right. not coming up. So why why worry about that extra gift when you're not even going to be here for Christmas? Um, he went fine. And then we get up to my parents on Christmas Day and he sent presents up for everybody. Uh, so he's, uh, he's agreed. Verbal agreement. Actually, no, written agreement. It was text message. <laughs> contract. Binding <laughs> so um, contract, yes. So, yeah, now there's presents for us. We ain't got them anything. I feel awkward. My other brother, fantastic, lovely bloke, always gives good presents. We all kind of give each other presents in the 50 to 70 buck range usually. Mm-hmm. Right. He's gone into the hunji this man. year, clearly, because, you know, we can see the vouchers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there was no discussion of upping the the rate and the, the value. And so, you know, our stuff kind of looks a bit pissy that we got them compared to what they've spent yeah. on the kids particularly. Mm-hmm. So that's more that's more Christmas awkwardness. We've we've stopped giving like birthday and Christmas presents and stuff like that. And just whenever we happen to see each other, we will yeah. give a gift and yeah. Well, I had him and it's very Low key, like it's not. I had a beer yeah. with my mate Kenny yesterday, and his family do the Chris yeah. Kringle. Yeah. Oh, but how it, 
how do you do that? How do you get everyone on the same page with Chris Kringle? How do you get everyone in we, extended family to all agree? We do that. We do that. Uh, so on Justine's family at Christmas, we yeah. do adults do that. Yeah, and the kids do it as well. So the kids, there's six of them, and they do, and they okay. buy each other a present. Okay. So who came up with this? How yeah. did they get everyone on board? Because I need to know. Because this needs to be a thing. Well, I think Justine's mum was like, well, instead of like buying everyone a present, that's stressful, blah, blah, blah. I will just do Secret Santa. It's not secret at all. She just sends out, here you go. I've drawn, here's, here's a list. list. Who's got who? Oh, okay. People tell each other what they want. Juz had her mum this year and her mum for once this year said, you think of something to get me. And Juz was like, that's crap. I like people telling me these are exactly what I want. So, it, and she said no vouchers, but Pete, at some point her dad said, just oh, don't even get me a voucher. Just put a hundred bucks in my account. So that didn't go. Merry that Christmas. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas to that. Uh, Jazz said, you know, a couple of years ago, said, you know what? I don't want a present. I'd like, I will choose a um, a charity of my choice, and then you can pay a hundred dollars to that. Her dad said nah, and gave her the hundred dollars to to put in herself. <laughs> also, also telling them the amount they have to put in. Yeah, is a exactly. Bit much, isn't it? So. So that's what they do, and it works. It's much easier in buying. It's much easier. You don't have to buy presents for all the cousins and things like that. Yeah. Um, but do you have it like so that it's a hundred? Yeah, that's limit. usually is that the, deal, the deal. Yeah, or is there? So just a hundred dollars a gift. So you spend a hundred bucks on a present. Then I'd rather get. I'd rather yeah. get a hundred dollar gift than five. Yeah, exactly. oh, Twenty dollar for gift, sure. I'm yeah. Like I'm not arguing that it works. I'm. I want to know how the hell yeah. you get this across the line. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, know. Her mum's very people... persuasive, I yeah. guess. Everyone was just like, sure, let's do that. It's a great idea. Yeah. It is fantastic. I don't but understand how do Buckland. I... It worked pretty easy. I don't think there was much pushback at all. I mean, there was. Do you put year, foot but... down? Do I just put foot down? I don't think because she even pro... needed to put her foot down. Yeah. Thinking, the problem yeah. is that if all you're right, a host, let, me, man, let me just point out it. one thing. Yeah, the host is, is mm. probably the key. But there was one year where, and I, I won't mention who, but uh, where one person said, I don't want to be in the secret center. And then went and bought presents for everyone oh. uh, and then no one bought presents for them because <gasps> they weren't in the Secret Santa. So then they stood out on the deck and cried. Uh, no! And then, then they had to be had to be spoken <laughs> to to act like more of an adult in an adult environment. That's unbelievable. So, wow. so they broke That's away. Awesome. Yes. And outside the expected a present from everyone outside the bought Chris Kringle system. Yes, and then expected and then was sad because no one had bought them a present. Oh, God. See, yep. see, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even get to that level of complication. No. I, I just wouldn't even get it because I've got to convince people with no jobs. It just feels like Super League. <laughs> who had nothing to do I'm with it. my own better Super League. Super League of presents. <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah, that, no was, that was crazy. Yes, that's all. That's, that's all right. always been pretty tricky. I, yes. I might leave my frustration with it there, but yep, you know, don't be the Christmas, don't be the last minute Christmas switcher uppera, because it causes awkwardness. Yeah, like there are conventions to follow, and I know I'm contradicting myself in that I want to completely change our conventions, but if it's mutually agreed beforehand, you can't backtrack. No. Anyway. All right, on that kind of slightly odd note. Yes. That's it for 2022. Another uh, 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 another great year of chatting to you blokes. And uh, look, who knows what next year will hold. 
both in uh, podcast ways and just life. But get in there, rip in. Uh, don't fill your pools. Treat no. your lawn. Treat your lawn with love. Um, you treat know, each other with love. Yeah. Don't don't backtrack on agreements that you've made with your family about. Be very specific. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, yeah. We'll leave it there. But uh, thanks, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, have a great new year. Bag your hams, people. Wrap your hams in your shirts. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>